Good morning, good day, good evening. Welcome to another episode of Hashtag Coast to Coach. Hashtag We Talk on Mondays. This is your coach, Francisco. And I have Megna. Megana? Megna. Megna. She will tell her story, but I know she's today or she's, she's staying now in Lisbon. Megna, yes. please welcome. This is your episode. Thank you. Thank you, Francisco. And thank you for inviting me to share my story with you and your, your guests today. Um, yeah, just right on. This is your episode. <laughs> and as usual, I say, hey, uh, Magna, Magna. <laughs> uh, you know, tell me. Yeah. Who is, who is Magna? I love it. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm going to tell the, the, the long story here. Um, who am I? Uh, I was born in New York to immigrant parents from India. Mm-hmm. And I was raised and then we moved shortly after that. We were we moved to California, South uh, San Francisco Bay Area. So I was raised in a, t- a suburb of San Francisco called Concord, California. Okay. And... I had a really great upbringing, uh, lots of opportunities, American lifestyle, um, really exposed to a deep Indian culture as well. So I know from an early age, I was very aware of the fact that I had a lot of outside influences, a lot of outside pressures, a lot of social pressures within my community. Um, so there was always this feeling of I had a certain direction that I could choose from and you know you chose the careers that paid paid well and you went into high pay you know you went to great universities you uh graduated uh, outstanding student you went and you got high paying jobs at big corporations in the bay area I mean that was the life that was presented to me and I felt there was a lot of pressure to continue this path so growing up was, it was great, but I was always acutely aware of the expectations of others, the um, the sense of longing for approval for everyone around me. Um, and in that, I really, I lost a bit of myself in the sense that I didn't really know what I wanted. I didn't really have a clear path for huh? yeah. who I wanted to become. And I say that now as I reflect back on what I've, what I've been able to do in my recent years. So the journey continued. I went to University of California, Santa Barbara. I met my partner there, and he also didn't meet the expectations of my parents. Like being Indian, he was not Indian. He is not Indian. Um, and so there was a lot of social pressure there. Okay. Again, Continuing in my life, but I, you know, as I grew older, I became aware of the things slowly, slowly. I opened myself to some of the things that I knew was important to me and made me feel alive. And so I pursued a career that I felt was also in line with my values, the things I wanted to experience in my life, giving back, contributing. And I I pursued a degree at Cornell University in city planning. Um, and that I thought, okay, this is a great career. I get to shape people's lives in a good way. I got to 
make sure we have opportunities for all people. And so I started in working with nonprofits and affordable housing back in the East Bay. And that was a challenge too, you know, like always kind of seeking this greater meaning, fulfillment in my life and not quite finding it, I would say, in the things that I thought I was supposed to find it in. Finding that deep sense of fulfillment in my career, in my life choices. I didn't have that. I didn't have those feelings. And the career too, I was going in a path that I felt would be very fulfilling and I enjoyed the work. But the environment was very stagnating. The environment in local government was very limiting. There were only a few jobs available to a young aspiring person like me. And that's it. You stayed in the career for your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that just didn't appeal to me. You know, to me, that's like not who I am. It was very unappealing. It was very unexciting. The other part of me that started to grow within was the fact that I love to travel. I really love to this feeling when I go abroad to connect with other people mm-hmm. that were different to me, to like hear different languages. I love that sense of exploration, adventure, that also that deep connect the connection with other things and people that were more based on experiences. Traveling is all about the experience. So I became acutely aware of these things in my life that seemed to be speaking to me in different ways. And, and, but I couldn't really put it all together. Um, I imagined if I could work six months and I could travel six months, that would be my best life. You know, (laughs) I just wanted to get that sense of freedom. Like I had my, my, like, it really felt like my life wasn't mine. Yeah. You know, I don't know if you you could, you can relate to that, but it really felt like I was doing things for everybody around me. And in the pursuit of money, which also is, you know, empty in its own sense. But I know how important that is also. I couldn't live without it. So I recognize these things, but, you know, I really didn't put it all together. My husband and I, we tried so many. We were also had an entrepreneurial spirit. Okay. So we started like doing startup stuff on the side. Like, let's do a startup. Let's, you know, be part of this Bay Area, like, (laughs) like IT kind of let's let's meet with people, let's figure out a, a business outside of the work that we do and how it could possibly run passive. And that was always in my head for like 15 years, kind of ahead of the curve. Um, and, but, it, you know, we were always afraid. We were always afraid to like really put ourselves out there and launch and maybe make this thing happen. So I'd always went back into like, this is the job set up career nine to five do your, you know, do your time and more like nine to eight sometimes, (laughs) but, you know, uh, with commuting. So I did that and I did that and I was always so frustrated, almost, I mean, burnout, brink of depression. I, I mean, so many times, so many times. And I was so lost. I was really not sure which way to go. So that was about 10 years ago until I finally started to change my path. Okay. And that changed. And I, and that change was uh, going in, going introspective, reading all kinds of personal development books, podcasts. Uh, I got a coach, I, a life coach. Um, I started asking these questions about what is it I want? <laughs> what am, how am I living my life? And what are the things I'm doing each day that give me that sense of fulfillment, joy? And really just starting it slowly. Um, 
and 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 my coach was a one big factor. All the stuff I was consuming, I, I couldn't stop. I just was so intrigued by the power within that I just had not taken any advantage of. Right, I just lost myself there, and it was it. You know, it it just opened the door to so many possibilities, and. I started to see what could happen slowly. I started to see what I could do, um, how we could, my husband and I could put our resources together and uh-huh. plan a life that looked different. Yeah. And and at the same time, I became a mother um, <laughs> nine years ago. Yeah. And that motherhood, oh my God, if you know anyone who's become a parent knows it rocks your world. It changes everything that you thought. More changes. You know, eh? About life. Yeah. And again, I went into motherhood expecting to be fulfilled by that. Like now it, maybe it's motherhood that will give me this sense. And a lot of ways, of course, it's a great rewarding experience, but it also drains you of any energy and to focus on yourself, right? All of a sudden now you have to serve other, other pe- people's needs. So that sense of myself was never fulfilled even in that role. Of course, I love being a mother, but it was so it was a very growing like period of deep reflecting. I uh, a lot of questions that I just could no longer ignore. And a lot of the life that I'd set up, I recognized just wasn't going to suit me with as a mother, especially as a mother working that many hours. So it really kind of was the catalyst that really also pushed me, I would say, to make big changes. Yeah. So in that nine, 10 period, 10 year period, my husband and I, we have, we, we decided we want to live abroad. We, we decided four years ago after a visit to Portugal, that it's Portugal that we want to live in. Uh, The lifestyle here is just so well suited for families. It's great weather, great community. Um, it's also has a, a nice, affordable lifestyle. Um, we could make change. We've made sacrifices. And I said, you know, instead of like traveling six months or three months, because now we have kids, why not just make it our full-time lifestyle? Like where we could go wherever we wanted, when we wanted. And we just, we just said, you know what? I think that's the experience we want to have. And that's the experience we want to give our children have that global upbringing. I mean, what better way to raise kids? Because I saw the influence of what it felt like to be traveling. I saw how much that broadened, opened my mind. And so I knew the power of travel as a way of, as the best education in my mind, to learn about yourself. It's not even about learning about other people, but it's about learning about yourself and what you prioritize. And I, so I always had that sense of clarity when I travel. So yeah. now we're like, why, why don't we just try to make that full-time lifestyle? And so we went financially freer, like slowly I, you know, I was focusing on other things. And now as of 2020, January, we've been financially free and living in Lisbon with our three kids. What the- <laughs> Life in a 10 minutes talk, and eh? that's nice. There you I go. know, right? There's and I have a lot this, of questions. I, yeah, and have this yeah. lovely, lovely, lovely story there, Magna. So there's like, I got some kind of cues there. It's like loss of myself. Uh. My life is not mine. 
There's a certain mm-hmm. meaning of fulfillment that is this like yes, it's not being fulfilled. It's being fulfilled, but not the fulfillment years though you were expecting. Yeah. And the word expectation was there. No? But moving forward, there, Megna. Who is Megna as a coach, and where is she? Yeah. Based on this experience, yeah. or based on personal sharing of yours, where is that coach as a coach there? Yeah. Um, so once I was able to give myself the opportunity to live and explore and be be open to what came in the last two years, coaching really came to me. I had another coach and we and it really seemed like I want to help people through a similar journey uh, that I was struggling through within within my life. And so I my my coaching practice is is very simple. We I take, I create a space that's very sacred for my clients. Yeah. And we, I allow them to be themselves fully in that space. I let them open up. I build a sense of trust. And just having the one, that one person yeah. that, they can share who they are with no agenda. It's like, it really uplifts so many people. And I saw the power that gave them, right? It's, they get, they, my clients get a sense of themselves back. They get a sense of their life back, like I said. And therefore they can then step into their power. They can be who they want. They can start creating from that place. So when I give people that special sacred place in my coaching, I I see that people are awakened to their purpose. They're able to see their greater purpose. And I think leaving from that place, starting coaching from there, starting to build a life around there allows for them to then pursue what comes next in my own story, just like in my own story. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I I was about to say. When you were sharing your story, there was like, you know, whatever, what's in your, it's part of the learning of life. I mean, you can, you cannot define your life when, when you're young, you, you learn it, you grow it and you, you embrace it and you manage it the best way, right? But it's yeah. the, the way you learn your life, no? But when mm-hmm. you were saying that when you're, when you're coaching, you have your clients and allow them to be themselves. Yeah. That is very much linked to your story, right? Yeah, exactly my story. So exactly. how is that? How is that, you know, now that you experience it and most of your clients, you're inviting your clients to be themselves, right? How is yeah. that working for you and for them as well? So that, you know, give them really that kind of, uh, you know, the, 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 the need for them to be there as themselves. It's not easy. It's not easy always. Yeah. Yeah. My- Coaching is really about them, their them like my clients. So this is about who they want to be and who they how they want to experience their life. Hmm. I don't. I just hold that space, and for the but they don't have that type of space in their lives. They don't have another person that can share kind of their inner inner desires, dreams, and they're not even awake to it. A lot of them, they said, I've never given voice to those ideas that I've been carrying around for years. You know, I've never shared that with any other living being. <laughs> and 
And that to me is like the real joy and the real excitement and the real raison d'etre, like the reason to be in this lifetime. Yeah. Right. That's what really inspires each of us individually. And if I don't get to have that sense of like growth or that sense of curiosity, I feel like I'm not, I don't feel like I'm living. I don't feel like I'm out. I feel like I'm dying. (laughs) I feel like spiritual growth that happens. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now I have this question because you're, you definitely you have this experience in life that you're now trying to to share back to your clients, no? And yeah, what? How do you invite? Because you said invite. How do you invite yeah. them to allow them to be themselves, so that they have this kind of curiosity that you have, is needed, that kind of livelihood that is needed, that kind of things that it's need for me to go. I have to go grow. You know, how do you invite them? Hmm. No, that's a good question. There isn't a clear strategy, really. I uh-huh. come open. I come ready to listen, yeah. ready to listen deeply. Uh, and I look for what they're not telling me, what they're, how they're telling me it. I mean, it's a slow, gradual opening of the, you know, opening of a flower or a coming to understand that is what's happening right because my clients are telling me this is how i live every day i'm stressed by this i have these emotions i want to grow in this area but i'm held back so it's a slow and gradual like i'm i'm helping them understand how they've created the world around them (laughs) and helping them to then create another world that's more in line yeah with where they want to go Nice. What is important to them most? So letting allowing them to see those are our creations, those are our constructs. Everything that in this world that is non-tangible, like a corporation is non-tangible. Uh uh I mean, what is it? Like institutions and the idea of capitalism is not a tangible. These are things that we've created in yeah, our heads yeah, yeah. that are very real in our life, but we've we've bought into it, we've sold on it, we've we've decided that's how it is. Yeah, <laughs> but somebody somewhere in a, like wrote that out and said, "This is capitalism, and this is socialism, and this is communism, whatever, and this is this country, and this is an identity, and this is culture. Those things are all man-made, right? Yeah. You know, these yeah. aren't these aren't. Agree. I can create it in my head, and I I'm sold on it. I said, ah, oh, that's the way it is. Ah, oh, but is it? Is it? You know? So it's more just like." slow deeper connection but also questioning why is it they believe that to be the truth no there's no truth there it's just it's true that you've decided it to be true yeah and you and when you're you're having this you know because you're quite you're it's quite deep in you what you have experienced definitely in 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 your in your life in transition from from family environment to your to your current uh, to, to having your kids and now where you are in Lisbon, there's a lot of uh, up and downs there, obviously. But looking forward, that this is what you wanted, no? Yeah. But you said, oh, my life is not mine." Mm. And I want if you're talking with your clients, right? I suppose do they bring this as well. It's like they feel the same thing, like you know, I, I want to do this, but looks like I, I don't know how to do it. I'm I, it's it's me. It's not me. I want to be like that, but it, but you know, you know. 
Is that right. you know, my life is not mine? Yeah. How do you see that in yeah. your clients? Oh yeah, all of oh, so many of us. I see that in myself in my journey. Number one, and I relate to my clients the same way because I see them saying, "I can't because I have this job. I can't do this because mm. I have this responsibility, this house, like mortgage, I have to pay." Um, all of that is a way of you know buying into this idea that your life. Well, what is your life, and what do you have control over? What is it that you want to create? Um, with your time here on earth. So, I mean, it's not an easy transition and, and a lot of my clients, they're open to that though. These are individuals that are trying and trying something outside of convention. Yes. They're really the type of client that is going to be more intrigued by that. Right. My, my type of coaching, they're going to be connecting with that. They're also going to be, you know, open to the fact that, yeah, maybe this is, <laughs> a bunch of bullshit right like it's a bunch <laughs> of like stuff that we've just sold on and what else is there in life I think it's 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 both my clients that I choose that I invite to my coaching I make sure that this is the type of, of coaching that fits for them yeah and it's what they want because this stuff is deep it is spiritual it it is unconventional and it makes people uncertain people a lot of people uncomfortable yeah that's coaching though how do we not get people a little bit uncomfortable? That's kind of the point. No, no, you have to. That's part of the thing. It's like so sometimes we are part of a comfort zone that we stay there. Exactly. Unfortunately, for us to be shaken, we have to know, given some kind of other insight that, hey, we never considered, or maybe it's the reality. Hey, you, you looks like you want to do these changes, but looks like this is what's happening in you. And then, huh, really? What? Yeah. Well, yeah, that's, yeah. No, that's <laughs> exactly that's what you, so you can, true. right? Yeah. Right on, Francisco. You know it. You've heard that too. That comfort zone is actually, I think, the biggest crutch that we come across. Because <laughs> it's so comfortable. It's not painful yet. It's just perfect. It's just comfortable. Like I can do this for another 25 years. You know, but you'll be 25 years later, and it's like, well, you just told me you wanted that. Like you, you know. But it's so comfortable. Like, that's our big struggle. If it's not terrible, we won't go for it. I yeah. have that a lot. And it's like, do you, are you waiting for something terrible to happen before you wake up? You know, I, I also think that, that comfort zone. That's exactly. The and then, but the point here is most of us, me included, is like, when we realize that we are living in this kind of comfort zone, in the bubble that we like, that we we have uh, you know, expected and we're dreaming and doing it and you're there. But uh, yeah. I, I, it, I have heard several times, I'm not saying it happens to everyone, but it happens some, some of the times that people would like to make changes. Where are they? They would like to make changes, right? And it's yeah. like your story as well. I go, I go, your story is like there's something not missing. You said, my life is not mine or loss of myself. No? Yeah. That's where yeah. I think you as a coach are doing, being in this kind of opportunity for your client to speak up as you said yeah. allow them to be themselves and see what's there right step, it's like they can step into their power yes that's kind of what it is opening the door to their power but it takes a lot of courage to go there it's not this is not an easy path at all but i think the true rewards like from my own example it's worth it <laughs> it was tough there was a lot of tears a lot of sacrifice, 
but I'm, you know, I'm 42 and I've been living financially free for two years. Yeah. You're not supposed to do that until you get to 65 and you've worked for 45 years and you have, you know, $2 million in savings. That's the path that most people have agreed that that's, that's the direction. And, and I think I, I defy that. I defy that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think I think you're you're one of those lucky, you know, that uh, or able to to reach that uh, you know way of lifestyle with a certain age, you know. But I think also it's like also quite uh, not not inspirational, but at least you're giving this your story for people to know that hey, it can happen. Yeah. I don't know when, but it it can. I can do it. We can do it. It can happen. It's exactly what my story is about possibility, um, huge possibilities. And we, I, there's nothing exceptional about me. I'm just like everybody else. Yeah. I was doing that, that job. Exactly. I wasn't extraordinary, but I started to rec- recognize and uh, own up to the fact who, who I was, what I wanted. I started to make decisions slowly. And it's not about luck. You said, I must be lucky. I didn't come from money. I didn't come from that kind of handout. I didn't come from just connections into Harvard. And I could just, you know, be at the top of my, my, my company by the time I was 25. I, uh, I wasn't lucky. I was very intentional. Hmm. I was very strategic. I was very open to taking that risk, you yeah. know, and, and that comfort zone and that balance of like, stability and becoming more free and and being out of the cage and and seeing what else is there yeah and yeah. and and the coaching is another way that i express that i i share my story and i know that it's possible because i they're looking at the, what's possible my clients are looking at it i like that way you say what is possible mhm mhm so so we're reaching our our you know, our time here. Like, mm-hmm. So just as, and not summarize, but I just, this is what I heard. Loss of myself. My life is not mine. The fulfillment that that's being, it's has been fulfilled, but looks like you're, you're looking for more and just mm-hmm. what is possible and allow to be themselves. Mm-hmm. So just a wrap up for you, my Magna. What, what, what else do you want to add? or would you like to share? Mm. I just want to remind people that my story is they also just like them. I'm just like them. And I was there and I, I deeply looked at myself. I really felt mm-hmm. there was changes I needed to make. And I want people to know it's possible for themselves too. whatever wild, crazy idea, business idea, lifestyle they want to create. It can happen with lots of dedication and support. So I want people to know I'm, 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 if that resonates, contact me. I'm open to supporting them on their own journey where they want to go as well. Yeah. I think yeah. your life, your life, what you handle your life is quite inspirational. And I believe there's a lot of people, if able people can really, there's a lot of, they can resonate this, that they would like to make this kind of, that kind of thing. <laughs> the fulfillment that is be that you would like or they would like to have. But anyway, okay. for today I will have this what is possible. I my my title Thank for you. this episode is what is possible. Yeah. Thank you, let Francisco. Let, let it that uh, open. What is possible? Yeah. Thank you, Megna, for your Thank experience. you, Francisco. It was a pleasure.
Lovely. Well, I will be closing this. Yes, me. Thank you very much, Magna. Hey, uh, dear listeners, good morning, good day, good evening. This was another episode of Hashtag Coast to Coach. Hashtag We Talk on Mondays. This is your host, Francisco. Until then, stay safe. Thank you. <laughs>